On this episode 91 of the Get Your Money Right podcast, we continue our conversation about kids and money. But today we dig into the controversial aspect of why I don't believe my kids should have savings jars. We break that down on this episode. Let's get it. MPS. MPS. What's the good news, people? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Get Your Money Right podcast, the podcast where we talk about money like it's everybody's business because I truly believe if we're not good with money, it's because we don't talk about money, and this show is designed to change just that. I am your host, Money Misfit, Jamar Dupont. This is episode number 91. And today, we continue that talk about kids and money. Last week, we talked about the money management aspects, the 3G system, how we use those three jars to teach our kids how to manage money. But today, we talk about why there is no savings jar in the mix, and I think you may gleam something from this conversation today. If this is your first time tuning in, I'd like to say welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. I don't know how you found me, but I appreciate you being here. This is a different type of personal finance podcast. We talk about money as it relates to real life, because not only do we want you to get your money, we want you to get your money. We want you to really understand it and use it to the fullest of its ability to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish in life. Because if you don't get your money right, somebody else will get your money, right? So that's what we're all about. If you want to find out more about what we do and how we do it, head over to our website at yourmoneyright.com. Again, that's yourmoneyright.com. There you'll be able to sign up to get our best stuff, best stuff, excuse me, join our Facebook group, The Money Misfits, and even access all the past 90 episodes of the podcast over the past couple of years that we've been doing it. It's all the good stuff for you. It's all evergreen. It's not something that you, if you didn't listen to it a year ago, that is, is past you now. I suggest, and I and I hear this all the time. I'm only saying this because I hear this from the audience. I hear this from other misfits that you can go back and listen and learn stuff. So go ahead and check that out. And with that being said, we're going to get on with the show. This one is not going to be quick. I mean, not going to be quick, not going to be long, right? Uh, none of them are actually ever very quick, but this one's not going to be long because it's not going to take me a whole lot of time to explain this, right? question I got was, and this was before I had talked to somebody else about the 3G system, is where's the savings jars, right? You have a jar for spending, right? That's your get jar. You got a jar for giving, right? That's your giving jar, of course. And you got a jar for growing. That's the investing and the, uh, you know, making more, having your money make more money. But where is the savings jar? And there's really three primary reasons why I don't have a savings jar, implement a savings jar in this system. And we're going to break those down right now. So the very first one, I, you know, as I just off the top of my head, I'm thinking is because when you come, when it all comes, comes down to it, when you get money, savings is automatic, right? So let's define savings. Savings is when you're holding on to money as it's sitting there waiting to be spent, right? All savings is money that will be spent someday, right? So money, 
when you get it is automatically being saved. It's already built in. Every time you get money, you are saving it until it leaves your hands. Right. So that's the first thing. I don't necessarily need to teach my children to save money because every time they get money, they put money in those particular jars. Right. They put it in their give jar, their grow jar, their get jar. And until they decide exactly what they want to do from within those jars, that money in there is technically being saved. Right. Uh, and, and that's important to really understand that. Now, that's a different dynamic than what we're used to. We're used to thinking that uh, you need to save money. You you get paid. Right. You pay your bills. You have a little bit left over for you and a little bit left over for savings. Right. You put money in a savings account for whatever. <laughs> right. A rainy day. Uh, somebody needs to borrow some money. Whatever the case may be, but typically what we're taught is that money that's in savings is just there and it's really, really vague. And one of the issues you have with money is when you're vague with money, whoever can get your attention, whoever can get that money the quickest will get that money. It won't necessarily be for something that you want most or something that is most important to you. We don't assign our dollars, uh, our money, any any jobs. And that's the, one of the biggest beefs I have with savings, right? Uh, which leads which leads us to number two. So the number one reason is savings is already built in. Every time you receive money, you are technically saving it until it leaves your hands, right? That is savings and it's at its core. Number two, uh, so since I don't have to necessarily teach them that and savings is automatically, I don't need a jar for that. Number two is I believe wholeheartedly that there is no such thing as savings for savings sake, right? We've kind of already touched on this, right? Money that's just sitting there without an assignment will get spent somewhere else, right? You know this. You have tried to have, you've tried to put money aside in savings accounts and these random things just end up taking your money, right? And that's because you, it's not been assigned. It's not been uh, bespoken for, right? Uh, if you are into the, uh, the the suit game, right? You like nice suits. I like nice suits, custom suits, a custom lot of custom everything, right? Uh, but they call these suits bespoke suits because these suits typically are be they are spoken for, right? It's kind of this old European thing. So it's bespoke. These have been spoken for. I'm the same way when it comes to your money. Your money should be bespoke money, right? Every dollar that comes in your house should be spoken for, right? And if it's not spoken for, well, whoever you know, wants it or whatever gets your attention the most or whatever tragedy comes along, we'll get it. Now, I'm not saying that these things won't happen even if you do assign sign your, your, your money jobs, right? But what happens is you become much more efficient if you are assigning, if you know what these dollars are for. If there's money sitting in a, in a checking account or a savings account, right? Let's say you got $1,000 in a savings account, but you don't know what it's there for, Let's say you see some shoes that you want, right? And you check your account. It's like, well, I got these and I really want these shoes that bad. And you're more likely to take money out of that savings account for those shoes because you haven't specifically stated what that $1,000 is for. You just have it in savings, right? That was just one of those things. One of my pet peeves, one of those things that I've learned. And ever since I've been able to change change that, and it sounds like it's not that big of a deal, right? But ever since I've been able to change that, we've been able to have more money in our bank, in our accounts than ever before because of that, right? It's it's It seems so simple, but it's really a profound paradigm shift, right? And we'll dig into this a little bit more. 
But just to be real quick, number three, the third reason, which is kind of we just already touched on that, is I want my children to get used to assigning their their jobs, assigning their money jobs, assigning that knowing that when the money comes in, this money is there for a reason. This money has purpose. You need to assign that money a job. Uh, for example, uh, you put it all together. When my children come home from school, right, you think about what I want from my children. And when they go to school, I want them to have good grades. Um, which is not the primary thing, but just kind of the first thing that comes to mind when we think about school. But I want them to learn, right? I want them to learn. I want them to be problem solvers. I want them to comprehend. I want them to learn how to communicate, learn how to read, learn how to gather information, learn how to navigate social social life, things like that. Those are the things I want for my children when they come home. But part of their task when they come home from school is to do homework. Now, if my children come into my house and I do not tell my children what they need to do moving forward, they will do whatever it is they want to do. Right. And usually that's whatever can grab their attention first. Is it TV? Is it playing outside? Is it the video games? Is it the tablets? Is it breaking something? Is it digging in something they ain't supposed to be digging into? Is it jumping on my neck? Is it trying to ride on the back of the dog? Whatever the case may be, if I don't give them an assignment, if I don't give them instructions when they come into the house, they go do whatever it is they want to do. It may be productive. It may not be. Chances are it's not going to be what I want them to do most, right? So when my children come in the house, they have instructions. I say, hey, welcome home. We talk about the day, yada, yada, yada. And then I tell them, here's what we're getting ready to do now. You're going to do your homework. Well, you're going to clean up and wash your hands. You're going to take a shower, yada, 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 take off them clothes, blah, 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 homework, yada, yada, yada. Same thing with my money, right? Because if you can just imagine, just look forward. If you let your children come in the house every day, Without giving them any instructions, what would their grades be like? What would their would their homework even get done? Right. Uh, and, you know, maybe you've got older kids a little bit more responsible. They know what's expected of them. But, you know, younger kids, absolutely not. Right. So you think about what that would be like a year down the road. If I just let them come in the house and didn't tell them to do their homework, how would that school year go? Now go two years down the road, four years, five, 10 years down the road. And you think about the habits that they would uh, obtain or the habits that they would gain or pick up on over those several years, because it's not me that's guiding them. It's not me that's training them up. It's just whatever can grab their attention. Same thing with money. That's why we can go through life with our money uh, make plenty of money, right? Or at least enough, right? And then look up five, 10, 15 years down the road and like, man, I should have more. I should be more productive. I should have more in my accounts. I should have more in my investments. I should have a business by now, or I should have started that business. I should have more in my accounts. I should I should just be further along. And that's the reason why we're not, because we didn't pay attention to that before. We didn't start assigning our, our dollars any jobs early on because we were never taught to, right? At least I wasn't. I don't know, maybe you were, but at least I was never taught this. And the underlining piece of this is is what I always go back to is it's all about purpose. And I want my children, I put all these together because I want my children to understand the purpose of everything, not just money, but the purpose, them to seek out the purpose of their own lives, but understand the purpose of money. That money is just a tool. That's it. But the question I want them to be asking is, is it a tool for what? What do I want to accomplish with this money? Now, I've already given them a framework, right? We've talked about how to give, grow, and then you get to do whatever you want to. We talked about that in episode 90. If you've not listened to that, go back and listen to that and learn about the 3G system. But 
in general, they all have a purpose, right? There's a reason why I want them to learn to give. There's a reason why I want them to learn to grow their money. There is a reason why I want them to be able to get whatever it is they want because I want them to get used to spending money, right? And spending money meaning get to you making your decisions on what you want to spend your money on. And I want them to get that sensation of spending their money and even making those mistakes with their spending. I want them to see that, okay, if I spend all my money, I have nothing left. So not that I don't have to tell them that they shouldn't spend all their money. They learn on their own. They learn through trial and error. And I've noticed this in my kids that they have picked up on that pretty quickly without me telling them. They picked up on, they know now know the feeling of spending all your money but then still want something else or want something else more, right? And they've learned that on them on their own. So when you see their money in their jars, there's money in their giving jar. That money is being saved in that giving jar until they decide what they want to give to, right? The grow jar, that money that goes into that grow jar is being saved in that grow jar until they decide what they want to invest in, right? So they decide how they want to deploy that money. That money in their get-to jar is being saved in that get-to jar until they decide what they want to get, right? What they want to spend that money on. And they can spend that money on whatever it is. So as you can see, the savings aspect is built into it, right? Because I want them to be able to see that on their own organically. I want them to understand that there's purpose in that money. That's why I give them the framework but that's also why we give them the practice, right? Give them the the habits, the maintenance of money so they can learn this stuff, right? Uh, I want them to learn cause and effect, right? If I do this, this happens. I want them to learn to delegate. When you're assigning your money uh, jobs, you are delegating. This is something that I want my children to understand and be comfortable with because it is a core leadership skill. If you want to get most out of yourself, the best way to do is multiply yourself and it's do to do that you got to be able to delegate and have other people do other jobs for you and that is a core uh, uh, core skill for leadership i want them doing this also teaches them to prioritize let them know that there are priorities and there's order to the things right and let them learn that stuff organically this also teaches them to be forward thinkers i believe that our children will grow up in a world where knowledge is a commodity and it's a freely available thing well we we pretty much have it now right we can just go to google and ask google something they give us information so we're no longer going to school to gather knowledge or information the information is freely available and it's becoming more and more freely available and easier to get to right so it's not going to be what they know but how can they think forward and use what they do have and the knowledge that they do have to, to solve problems moving forward? And I think if you can teach them to uh, put this their money in these jars and they start thinking about where they want to deploy this money in the future, it automatically makes them become forward thinkers. They, they gather that habit. And forward thinkers are visionaries, right? Forward thinkers are people who are thinking long term. They're not just thinking in the right now. Thinking in the right now is the very definition of immaturity, right? That's why I say the chief cause of financial failure is giving up what you want most for what you want right now. Now, and that's really the only difference between us and children, right? They want what they want, and they want it right now. And for the most part, they have most part, excuse me, <laughs> for the most part, they have not lived enough to think 
to have the wherewithal to think about the future, to think ahead, to have made those mistakes, to think about what may be coming down the line. But by doing this, they automatically start to learn to do this at the age of five, six, seven, and on up. It becomes an everyday regular practice for them. So as you can see, there is no need for a savings jar. There is no need to put money aside for the sake of savings. Now, if they have a get-to jar and there's something that they want, right, and they want to maybe save for it over time separately, you can create an additional jar that may be like a sub-jar or sub-bucket of the get-to, right? And then they can just, what you want to do with that is label it. So if they want to get a remote control car, so to speak, right, uh, usually what I just have them do is go ahead and just put your money in your get to. If you want their remote control car, just put it in there. And whenever you have enough, you go spend it. If you want to segregate that out, you can create another jar. Just label it remote control car. And that way they can put money in there and they can see it growing. We want clear glasses, right? Clear jars, clear buckets. You want them to be able to see the money building up, right? We want them to be able to see the money growing because this is important that they understand the, the how seeds happen, how putting money to the side and, and putting it, getting ready for it to delegate, how it really works. Because remember, in the future, when they become of age, you know, we're seeing it now. There's less and less and less cash. There's less and less and less money that we're actually seeing. So you want to be able to get them to see that money does grow. Uh, and if you can visualize it every day, that encourages them to continue to do that. So that's why we use clear jars, clear glasses or clear buckets or whatever the case may be. Uh, so that's what we do. Right. And that's why I don't believe you need to have a savings jar. I think having a savings jar is counterproductive. Right. It def it definitely teaches them that they can just kind of put money to the side willy nilly. But it also puts them off the hook that they don't have to necessarily think about what they want to do with that money. And that's why we do it. Right. That's why we put money in a savings account, because we don't have to think about, you know, what to do with that money. And it's because we're always tired of thinking about money. But if you do your money the misfit way, you're only really thinking about it once a month, maybe twice. Right. It's twice when you're just starting off. Uh, but really once a month when you get to it, when it really gets down to it. But. If you can get used to that, right, it, it's not a chore anymore. It doesn't become a burden. It doesn't become a thing that gives you anxiety or give you those bad negative feelings. It may take a little bit of rehab, right? <laughs> we can help with that, right? But uh, you get to that point, and it feels good. It feels good talking about money. Today, money is one of me and my wife's favorite things to talk about. Before, it would be the, the seed for a fight, for an argument, for a letdown, for you ain't getting no nookie tonight, bro, right? That's that's how when the money, the topic of money used to come up in this household, it got real, it got real cold in this house, <laughs> right? That is no longer the case. It brings excitement. It brings joy. Uh, it brings peace in our house. And I want the same thing for you. And I want the same thing for your family and your legacy. So hopefully that was helpful. If you thought so, let me know. Uh, and even more importantly, let somebody else know. Anybody you know that have kids uh, that or, or just want to know about this in general, let them know. Let's keep sharing this thing out. Bring those rating and reviews. Keep, keep them coming because the more we get, the more we get exposure and the more we continue to grow this podcast. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and get on about this mic. Hey, I appreciate you so much for listening. I really do. I love you and God bless. MPS. MPS. MPS.
said we're talking about money. Money, 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 cash, cash, cash. I said we're talking about money.